to Balls and Beers, everybody. The show where we try to predict every MLS game in the regular season and look pretty foolish doing it. We are in week 21 and the distraction that was the World Cup. Ugh. Can finally, it's finally over and we can finally concentrate on more important things, which is trying to get all our Balls and beer points uh, from here on to the re- end of the regular season because it is a much better race than it was last season. Let's go ahead and introduce the guys David Arona. Hey, hey. And Bobby Lepe. Good day. Oh, yeah. But Bobby's been on it for like a month now. I, yeah, I, well, I thought it was... I've, been, I've been doing these at work, so, you know, I can't, I can't crack a, a beer open in, in the middle of the day. You could. I mean, I could. You've done it. <laughs> I've done it. You're right. <laughs> there you go. And I am your host, Louis Barone. Uh, week 21, and a new guest. He comes uh, all the way. From Mariel, England. He is a huge Simpsons fan. So all the jokes that we actually do on here, he'll actually get, which, you know, <laughs> that in itself scores some points right there. there. He is he is a producer on Total Access Show in the UK, and he is the co-host of the MLS UK show. He's here to try to outdo his co-host, who has a balls and beer record. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Henry Hewitt joins us today. Today... How you doing, Henry? Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> All right, Henry. So your uh, your co-host Elliot came on the show and tore us apart. Yeah, took us to school. Took us to school uh, by uh, breaking a balls and beer record, not ah, just for the guests, but he just only had for to do us it once, as well. Not every week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in all fairness, we had so many chances to do it, and we've yet to do it. Okay. So, um, so, so his record of 31 points still stands, and uh, we, we dubbed him Sir Elliot. And uh, you said on your show, when you have your chance to come on, if you were to outdo Elliot, we will honor you by calling you Lord Henry, <laughs> should you, should you yes. do it. So uh, 32 points is what you need in week 21 in order to do so. You think you can do it? Uh, well, I say, of course, looking at the fixtures, there's some tough fixtures to predict this week, but I, the pressure's on. And if I can't do it, just to shout us out for anyone else who has a go, just beat him. He's not shut up about <laughs> it since. <laughs> Well, in all fairness to him, I haven't shut up about winning the actual game last season between these two. So I'm like, you know, I I shine. They have to look at that trophy every time we post it online and knows that (laughs) it's sitting on my mantle right there. My proudest trophy, which uh, says a lot about my life. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So let's go ahead and recap what happened in week 20. The winner of week 20 was our guest expert, Charles Boehm, who ties Elliot in uh, points, 31 points. They now both hold the record. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. Atlanta molested all of us Mm -hmm. last week when they could not beat a 10-man Seattle at home. Had Charles won that game, he would have had 41 points. Uh Um, Yeah. Um, He would have just blown by Elliot, and I think Charles would have been pretty close to untouchable. But... MLS comes in and stops it. So he does tie a record. The only little asterisk is that Elliot did it in two fewer games. So he had 11 games to work with. Charles had 13 games to work with if you want to do that. But they're still uh, at 31. So they both still hold the record there. So 
Henry, in your uh, in your quest to outdo Elliot, you will, like him, have an extra double down at your disposal should you choose to use it. I come in second place. Uh, I put up six points. Thank you very much, Atlanta. David in third place. He finishes with one point. And Bobby at the bottom of the standings with mm. negative eight. Mm. The only one who did not score some positive points. It's that Atlanta game. Rem- how, how did mm-hmm. how how was there such a wide gap? I mean, like there's you know there's 31 points and then you with six points, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, that is, I mean, that is I, an enormous I, gap. A, a distant second. Well, for, for starters, uh, David, you and I finished with seven and six record. Charles ended up with a nine and four, so he had two extra victories. Um, David, you did not have a double down, so mm-hmm. you didn't gain any extra points. I lost my double down, so I actually lost ten right there. He hit a draw for four uh, with four, which gave him eight points. Um, and he hit his double down. So, I mean, he really, really, um, uh, everything that he needed to hit, he hit. The ones that he lost, he lost a, a one bet, a two bet. So, um, yeah, I think he did about as great as he could have. Uh, that Atlanta game notwithstanding, which certainly is not his fault. So, I mean, Charles... Uh, just absolutely showed us how it's done as well. Um, and the guests are, once again, right back in the game. I remain at the, uh, the top of the standings with 74 points. That, I can guarantee, is a, a balls and beer record for mm-hmm. most points at any given time during the season. Mm-hmm. Bobby has 41 points. David at 30 points. And with Charles' record-breaking week, ties David also at <laughs> 30 Holy points. Crap. Just one week makes up <sighs> 31 points. 31 point difference. <laughs> uh, funny thing though, so um, David holds the tiebreaker between the guests because he has a better record. In fact, David has the best record out of all of us as far <laughs> as games predicted correctly. He is the first person to hit 100 wins. He is oh. 100 and 120, uh, and I am at 99, 121. So he he beat me for the first to 100. I did that last season. I, I should get I should get an extra 100 points for that, don't you think? Uh-huh. <laughs> veto all right (laughs) so we move on to week 21 um like you said there's a couple uh interesting fixtures there that's a little hard to call but other ones seem not so uh hard but as long as we don't get mls it shouldn't be too tough of a week but (laughs) we'll see what happens so we'll just go ahead and start off with the wednesday game which is one of the trickier ones to call in my opinion Minnesota will host New England, who were, I would say, robbed blindly. But no, they were robbed with, I mean, they were right there, helpless to do anything. Robbed of three points by a Galaxy team who, whose thievery skills aren't that great. So how does New England recover from this? David, what do you say? Mm. Um, <clears throat> I don't think they, or sorry, uh, I don't think they're, they're going to, have too much trouble recovering from uh, from the loss to the Galaxy. They certainly are going to go to Minnesota with a chip on their shoulder. I think uh, their quality is going to outdo. And as long as as long as their goalkeeper watches uh, highlights of Darwin Quintero and avoids getting chipped, he should be fine. Uh, I have New England winning the game, confidence of two. All right, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, I don't really see this as uh, that much of an interesting game as you think it is, Lewis. Um, New England, yeah, they undeservedly lost uh, last week's game 
against the Galaxy. Minnesota won up RSL, a high-scoring 3-2. There was no defense in that game. I know Minnesota's still staying at home. They're going to be rested, but I don't think they're going to be enough for New England. I'm going to give New England a confidence of four. It's pretty high confidence. I I didn't mean interesting as far as the game itself being intriguing. I meant it as kind of a tough one to call. Uh, Sorry, that's what I meant to. That's That's what I meant to. No, I didn't think this was. That's why Uh, I gave it a four. I don't think it's that much of a. This is true. Thing. This is true. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Henry, our guest expert, what do you say? Who do you? Who are you agreeing with here? Easy to call? Tough to call? Um, well, thanks for calling me an expert. First of all, it's the first time anyone's ever called me that um, <laughs> in anything in life. Um, I'm going tough to call on this one, and because of that, I'm actually going for a draw with a confidence of two. I think Minnesota are good at home. Uh, however, I just I just see New England Revolution as um, they surprised me with the start and how well they did, especially with Brad Friedel being a rookie manager. Uh, and I think now they kind of um, I don't know they kind of leveling out a bit, so I can see they should, they'll be happy taking a draw from this one. All right, um, yeah. Uh, for me, I was in between the draw and uh, New England, and uh, at the end. I I really couldn't decide. I, I decided to go with a draw. Uh, I'm not sure if New England has fully recovered. They have a two-game trip coming up. Uh, they got to go to Minnesota. Then later on in the week, a few days later, they got to go up to New York into Red Bull Arena, which is an extremely difficult place to play in. Um, I, I, I know Minnesota plays tough at home, and I know if maybe this was in New England, Gillette Stadium, I would probably lock New England or come pretty close to locking New England. Um, but, um, Minnesota finds ways to score and, uh, I'm not sure if maybe it was just, uh, what I witnessed in the final four minutes of the uh, galaxy new England game that kind of shook my confidence in New England a little bit. So that's why I went with the draw confidence of two. Yeah. You're jumping on it too fast. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move to Atlanta taking on DC United um, Atlanta, MLS does pretty hard last week, as I've already mentioned. Uh, Bobby and I lost our Very double upset. downs. It's <laughs> the reason I'm negative eight I, this week. That's literally that one game is the reason. That's yeah. I, I, I could have been at 26. What was me? Um, and then two other high bets from David and, uh, and Charles, uh, well, they take on DC United, a very poor DC United, but, uh, DC actually has, uh, success. Against, against Atlanta. They now uh, have Wayne Rooney. They had a, a victory in their home stadium, but this is Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, David, what do you got? Uh, was it was it last year that the stat was that uh, Atlanta ha- could in three tries couldn't beat D.C. United? Yes, sir. Um, they do have a win against D.C. this year, however. They, they do. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine, Henry, that... Uh, MLS UK show is going to be very fun for you this week since uh, Atlanta got the draw and Orlando got the win. Um, but uh, I think that Orlando, sorry, wow, Atlanta <laughs> gets back to winning ways um, you did. over DC. DC has to travel. I mean, it's it's odd that they have so many games uh, in hand because they they were waiting for their stadium to get uh, to get finished, um, and then they immediately go on a road trip. Um, to, to you know in in the second week of the the opening so that, that's kind of odd uh, I would imagine they have they'd have a long home stretch um, once the stadium got built but you know here they are going on the road but it's not very far 
Um, they have Rooney, so that gives them a big boost. But I think Atlanta's uh, quality is going to be too much. Uh, so I have Atlanta winning confidence of four. So this is the second Freudian slip that you've done, David. Because yeah, I know. Elliot was on the show. You <laughs> said Atlanta uh, <laughs> when you were talking about Orlando. So hmm, I don't really believe in coincidences. Bobby, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on to your pick. All right. Well, um, I do believe Atlanta's gonna was gonna bounce back from last week's draw, which is which I know it doesn't feel like a draw to their fans. It seems like more of a loss to Seattle. Um, I think they'll bounce back. They're at home. They they'll be rested, and they're going up up against DC. Yeah, DC just got Rooney. They just had a great win. Thank you for my lock, DC against Vancouver, three to one. But honestly, they DC wasn't really that much of an overwhelming. Uh, or not not an overwhelming, but a, a team that really uh, showed me any true skill. Vancouver was just a bad team in general. And then as for Rooney, he's only been for a few minutes. We'll see how it goes. That's TBD. So I'm going to do Atlanta with a confidence of four. All right. Henry, This is these are your boys. How much confidence do you have on them? I, uh, yeah, the, we're going to record this week's MLS UK show tomorrow, which uh, is not, you're right, is not going to be enjoyable for me. I mean... <laughs> Uh, you know, Seattle really pulled a home getting a draw with that one, didn't they? So, um, I think Atlanta, obviously, I don't see them dropping points in um, in two games in a row at home. So, I'm very confident. I, am I right? Do I get two double downs this week? You, you do. Oh. Well, I've got to do it. My boys, <laughs> I've got to put my neck on the line. Double down, Atlanta win. Sure. All right, yeah, so yeah. I'm assuming I'm assuming that's a ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Going so all in. Going all in all on in your on Atlanta on, on your team. Um, I, I don't blame him. I, I'm going to go ahead and lock Atlanta as well, but I will hold off on my double down. I probably should use my double down here, um, but um, but because they let me down last week, I, I will hold off on that. They are playing yet another poor team in DC United. They're at home. I don't know how that ball did not go in last week. I mean, if you watch the game, there were times where, I mean, they, they hit the post, and then uh, I think Fry came up with a save. I mean, they, there were so many chances. I have no idea how the ball did not go in. <laughs> I don't think that happens again. I don't think they're going to be unlucky twice at home against um, the worst team in MLS. So I'm just going to go ahead and lock Atlanta. It seems like a no-brainer, but... No brainers aren't this, no brainers. This is MLS, guys. <laughs> I, I I haven't learned my lesson yet. <laughs> should have should have been a no brainer last week mm-hmm. against Seattle too. It, it was a no brainer. That's why Bobby and I doubled. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on. That team, Seattle. We'll take on Vancouver. Seattle uh, unbeaten in their last, I believe. Yep. Four, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, so this is around the time that they actually believe the MLS season starts and they've written it twice to MLS Cup. Can they make it a third time? They will take on a very poor, poor Vancouver team. Bobby, let's start with you this time. Yeah, they're at home. They're feeling they're feeling really good. Um, the last few weeks, they, like you said, they're going on a good run. Um, I think they're I think, like you said, going against the poor Vancouver, they're going to pull it out. I'm going to give Seattle a win with confidence of two. David, do you agree with him? I agree exactly with him. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I have Seattle mainly because they're they're going to be at home. Vancouver, 
uh, they haven't been great. You know, they haven't been terrible, but they haven't been great, and they're very unpredictable. So uh, I think that Seattle's confident after their draw against Atlanta, and uh, and now they'll they'll get a win at home. Confidence of two. All right, exactly agree. And Henry, our guest expert, what do you say? Uh, I see Seattle this season is, is going two steps forward and then one step back. Um, they've got some good results recently, but I just see them getting a draw this weekend and it all coming back down to uh, reality for them. So I'm going to draw with confidence too. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and agree with my co-host here. I, I also have Seattle winning this game. Seattle's at home. Vancouver, not so good. They, they've actually, I, I think their only win in the last four games uh, was against uh, Chicago, actually, a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that's right. Uh, and then the, I think the last time they won was against Orlando City. And yeah. who doesn't beat Orlando? Yeah. Oh, wait. In, Col- in Colorado. Wait, t- Toronto. That. Toronto can. Toronto, right. Toronto can. <laughs> um, uh, wow. I mean, for me to have said that. Uh, in especially in March, imagine me saying that's in March. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't give credit to Vancouver. I think their wishy-washiness is kind of faded for me. Um, I think now that they are um, a bad team, Seattle, not much better. But I'm going to give them the home field advantage and only give them a confidence of two. I think the way Seattle is kind of like not losing would probably merit a, a higher uh, confidence, but. This is Seattle yeah, after I get, all. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, so uh, I will leave it at two. So no one will move a muscle between us three. And, of course, <laughs> Vancouver will, will score at the death to tie this up 1-1. Yep. And give the victory will yeah. we'll give Henry the draw. Move that muscle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to Chicago versus oh. Toronto. Personally, guys, I think Toronto season is officially over. Um <laughs> I think that at this point, they're now just playing for pride. Uh, I know, obviously, uh, on the table, it's not officially over, but I think they've dropped uh, way too many points now, and they're way at the bottom of the standings, uh, only ahead of uh, DC United, and DC United has four games on them. So if they win one of those games, uh, they would leapfrog Toronto. Um, I don't know what happened in Toronto. Uh, Just go ahead and listen to MLS recap for that. Bobby, Chicago or Toronto? Oof, these are two very poor teams that I really don't want to even choose either or. I mean, Chicago last week lost to Philly at home. And then they, uh, what's it called? Um, then they lost to Dallas, which is expected, of course. But, um, ugh. and then going against Toronto, that's just continually losing, continually looking bad against some of the worst teams in the league. It just, it's, it's really bad. So I'm going to go ahead with Chicago because it's at home, but with the confidence of one. I'm sorry, Bobby, you, you broke up. What, say oh, that okay. again? Chicago, confidence of one. Okay, so we got Chicago with the confidence of one. David, what do you say? Um, yeah, if Toronto hasn't been playing for pride already, um, some, there's there's some serious problems happening. Um, and, and I think it's exactly that. Uh, there, there's something very dysfunctional within that team, whether it's Joe Vinko's contract or, you know, a, you know, maybe a bunch of other things. I mean, you know, the, the, the CCL hangover cannot have lasted this long. I think by this, at this point it would have been, they would have died from alcohol poisoning. Maybe they did. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <clears throat> the, something's got to change. And unless, um, 
there are wholesale changes um, made in the transfer market, uh, you know, selling Michael Bradley, selling uh, Joe Vinco, and then getting somebody else in, I don't think that Chicago, I mean, I don't think that Toronto is, is going to salvage anything from the season. This is a throwback to uh, their first couple of seasons in the league. I'm going Chicago here, confidence of three. All right. Uh, before we get to Henry, Bobby, I'm going to go ahead and ask you one more time because I have something different on my stat sheet here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just um, text me right now. My thing didn't update. I changed it earlier in the day, and I'm reading my old my old uh, one. I actually wanted okay. this as a draw. That's why I said I couldn't choose between the two bad teams. I don't know. I just I want this as a draw with the confidence of one, though. That's it. All right, there we are. So we we have a uh, sorry Chicago about that. Toronto with a draw with one. Okay, Henry, let's go ahead and get your pick in here. Um. I think Toronto is showing, in particular here in the UK, why we love, well, why me and Elliot love MLS and why a lot more people in the UK should get into it. It's just because where you're used to in European leagues, the same teams finishing at the top every season, mm-hmm. MLS is known for you can win the MLS Cup and then be basically bottom of the table the next season, which Toronto. is very entertaining to watch, unless you're Toronto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am. Um, I'm going for a draw as well. Actually, I'm going to go for confidence of two, and it's just because there's a part of me that that looks at Toronto and thinks, man, they've got to turn it round at some point. But they're just not doing it. Uh, Chicago, one of those sides that they'll they'll sort of they'll be where they are. They'll finish around eight for seventh just because they 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 can't get a run together. So I'm going to go draw. All right. Um, so I'm well aware, uh, like Henry says, like, obviously we know what Toronto has accomplished in the past two seasons has one hell of a hangover, if you want to call it that. Uh, I know they had uh, trouble early in the year with uh, they had no center backs. We're using Michael Bradley back there. Uh, there's whispers that uh, Josie Altidore is on the market. Um, I think there's an Australian team that's uh, looking to inquire um, for his services, and Toronto is willing to uh, give him up before his contract ends. So I found that kind of interesting. Um, I think I said this a couple weeks back, that though I'm aware that Toronto is a team that can score, that can win, that can turn it up, um, until they do so, there's no way I can bet with them. And they haven't let me down in that sense. So I'm going to go ahead and take Chicago Hmm. at home with a confidence of two. Hmm. The Red Bulls will host New England, New England's second team, going up uh, in a very tough Red Bull arena. No more Jesse Marsh. Does that matter, David? Yeah, Chris Armis has to come out and make a statement. I think this is a Red Bull win, confidence of four. Short and sweet. Bobby? Uh, Red Bulls coming back from a really, really hot, hot, high tempo game against SKC last week. I think this game is going to be exactly the same, um, but I don't think they're going to pull a win off of over New England. I think this is going to be a draw. Confidence of two. All right. And Henry, what say you? Um, I was worried about Red Bulls after Jesse Marsh left and then the, the defeat in the Hudson River derby. Um, but that SKC win was a big win, man. So I'm going for another win for him. Confidence of Free. All right. Yeah, no Jesse Marsh, and obviously uh, a lot of question marks there. Can Chris Armis take over and do well? Well, you know, they they showed character in a come from behind win against Kansas City um, at home. Um, so that tells me a little bit there. New England will be on its second game. Will be on the road. 
who knows if uh, you know they'll be flying high after coming back from Minnesota or sinking even lower. Either way, I don't see New England coming into Red Bull Arena and taking any points. I'm going to go ahead and lock New York here. Mm. Give them five. <laughs> Bobby's confidence in his pick just kind of went down a little bit. No, I was just surprised. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Uh, While I was drinking my beer. All right. <laughs> Columbus. His confidence in his beer is way up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Columbus will take on Orlando. Uh, Bobby, what do you got? Um, again, two underperforming teams. Orlando did have a, a, a win last week over Toronto, and the crew lost to New York. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and give this—I don't know—home field advantage to the crew. I don't—I really can't see Orlando uh, uh, giving that same performance away. So I'm gonna do this with the crew with the confidence of two. All right, David. Yeah, a, a broken clock is uh, right twice a day, right? Um, Columbus needs something, needs somebody to, uh, to kind of get back to winning ways. Um, they've been struggling a lot lately, but I think, uh, going back to the friendly confines and, and going against a, a confident, uh, Orlando team is, is sort of the perfect game, uh, for them to, to come back. I'm locking Columbus with the win. <laughs> Confidence I love five. You guys' locks are crazy <laughs> this week to me. <laughs> David, I think David has to make up for calling Atlanta Orlando when he decided to lock. Uh, you feel uh, bad. Against Orlando. <laughs> you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, how badly is Orlando going to lose? Uh, I've got Columbus at uh, confidence of four here. I've, I'm really, like the last two podcasts we've done, the one we're doing tomorrow, obviously, Atlanta drew and Orlando won. The one last week was just after England lost in the World Cup. So I'm confident for next week I'm going to be back on it. So I can see uh, the crew getting back to winning ways on this one. All right. And I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and make it unanimous. I, I have Columbus uh, going back with a win at home. Um, they're playing against Orlando, who went up against, like I said, the one of the worst teams in MLS in Toronto. Again, try saying that in March. And see how many looks you get. Um, I'm going to give Columbus a confidence of three here. I I wanted to put something a little higher. But because Columbus has gone stagnant in in the last couple weeks, um, I I couldn't pull the trigger on a lock or even a four. So I think middle of the road three. And uh, I'll be happy as long as uh, I don't lose. Hmm. Actually, no, I might be happy. I I would gain points on two players. All right. Houston versus Dallas. Dallas. This is the uh, Texas Cup, I guess. Uh, David, let's go ahead and start with you. Uh, Houston disappointed me once again. Um, last year, last week, I had them winning, uh, beating Colorado. Uh, they ended up on a zero-zero draw. Um, they're going to host a very, very good Dallas side who got two wins last week. Um, but I think because of the Texas Cup, is there like a weird made-up name for this one? I don't, I don't know if there is. This is MLS. I'm pretty sure there is. The Yeehaw? <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Yeehaw Cup. The Yeehaw Cup. <laughs> um, I'm going to go draw. Confidence of three. All right, Bobby, what do you say? Yeah, I, I just really don't like Houston this season. Um, drawing to Colorado last week is is uh, embarrassing, I think. And um, I just see Dallas taking over this game. They're going to take it with a confidence of four. High confidence for Dallas, Henry, what do you say? Um, 
I think this is really tough to call. Uh, Houston are really good at home. FC Dallas are obviously doing really well this year. Um, but I do see FC Dallas win. And I'm actually going to go a Dallas win, confidence of three. All right. Um, I agree with Henry here as far as tough to call. I mean, I've talked about Houston. Bet with them big, they'll let you down. Bet against them big, they will let you down. Playing better at home, yet somehow um, Houston drops points against teams that they shouldn't be dropping points to at home. And then you have Dallas coming in here, um, who is, I I believe, to be uh, at this point a, a much better team than Dallas. I'm sorry, a much better team than Houston. And um, But this is one of those games where I feel like you should be betting on Dallas, and therefore Houston is going to get the win. So I should be betting on Houston here, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the draw instead and put a confidence of two on it. Because nobody had Houston, they're going to win like 4-0 watch. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the way it's been for them. Uh, like I said, I think Houston now, for me, is the uh, the wishy-washy team. Um, so we'll keep an eye on that. RSL versus Colorado. This is my garbage cup. <laughs> so, uh, David, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Bobby, let's go ahead and start with you. Okay, well, last week, RSL wasn't able to win Minnesota. Uh, they lost 3-2, to two, so Minnesota stopped their RSL's weird run of beating better teams than them uh, when they won over Dallas and they won over... Um, uh, who was it, the other team? Kansas, I think it's Kansas City. Yeah, SKC, yeah. So um, I think they're kind of like bring, being b- brought down uh, to to life to to reality. So I'm gonna and I don't really f- have any confidence in Colorado. So I'm gonna do this as a draw with a confidence of two. All right, David, do you agree with him? Uh, no, actually, um, I am going to uh, I am going to assume that the the VAR uh, refs are are going to be. Um, watching the game in in this one and not watching the Simpsons, um, <laughs> as Mike Petke uh, as Mike Petke said in in his uh, post game uh, rant, um, I think that RSL wants to really come back and and sort of show everybody who they are. Uh, Colorado is a good team to do that against, so I think uh, they have uh, the win in the bag. I locked it, confidence of five. <laughs> Did that you? a boy, Henry. What do you say? <laughs> it's funny you say about um, oh the, the you know VAR refs watching The Simpsons because I felt that especially with two games in particular last weekend, I was I felt like I was watching you know the Mexico Portugal game on The yeah. Simpsons. Um, yes. um, you know what? I'm going to agree that I think RSL. I'm going to throw my second double down at it. Go with ten. I think RSL. <laughs> Put it this way, when I when I abbreviate each team and I abbreviate uh, to, to change from Colorado to Columbus, I uh, put C rap down as Colorado, which obviously spells crap. So that's just <laughs> my opinion on them. So I'm going RSL. Wow. All right. So we got a lock. And a double down on RSL. Bobby has no confidence. I'm in waiting for you. I'm RSL. waiting for you to what you're gonna say because I'm. If you say RSL, we're just gonna turn this into the fucking RSL podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Welcome to the RSL podcast, oh, where three it. of the four of us mock RSL <laughs> over Colorado. I don't see how, honestly, Bobby, I mean, we may get MLS here. Obviously, if three of us are saying I have the maximum amount of confidence in RSL, should anything happen aside from an RSL win, it's going to be MLS. But, um, yeah, I, I have absolutely no confidence in Colorado. RSL is a much better side at home than they are on the road. Um, I mean, losing to uh, on the road to um, who was it? Uh, Minnesota. I mean, yeah, you fell behind three zero, and you, you made a, a valiant you know try for a comeback. And you know maybe it's not as surprising as many people would think, but you got wins against Kansas City. You got wins against Dallas at home. I got to figure that you can beat Colorado at home, who can't score. All you got to do is put one in, and you should be golden. It's a lock, guys. I, I Honestly, here's another game I probably – if I had an extra double down, yeah, this probably would be the game I would throw that extra double down on. Oof. Hey, guys, you know, you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen when RSL doesn't win? What, what's going to happen? They're, 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 they're going to drain our bank accounts. <laughs> we got a new joke for David that's going to be writing the rest of the season. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on before he uh, before he continues that joke. Portland will take on Montreal. David, let's go ahead and start with you. Portland's flying high. Uh, Montreal had a little bit of a surge, but this is it's going to stop here. Um, this is a Portland win. Confidence of five. Double it down. All right, that's a ten on Portland, Bobby. What do you say? Yeah, Portland coming back. Is this a, is this a Montreal win, Bobby? No, it is not. It is a Portland <laughs> win for me. Portland's coming back from a draw with LAFC, which I completely uh, expected them to. I see them winning this game. They're at home. They're strong. Montreal won't be enough for them. I'm giving them a lock with a double down. This is my 10. That's two double downs on Portland. Henry, what do you say? Uh, yeah, I agree with Portland. The only reason I didn't go double down on this one is just because Montreal have had some good results recently, but Portland, for confidence of four, I'm going for. All right. All right. I- I'm just going to go ahead and make it unanimous, guys. Uh, Portland has not lost since April 8th. Um, is perfect at home, with the exception of the uh, the Galaxy draw. Thank you, MLS. Um, Montreal, winners of five out of six, but their victories include San Jose, uh, Colorado, and two against Orlando. So didn't really have that tough of a schedule. They did actually end up upsetting Kansas City at home. Uh, and then their one loss in that streak uh, was against NYCFC on the road. Um, they are on the road again against a team that has not lost at home. Portland's flying high. I'm locking Portland. I'm doubling Portland. I also have a 10 on it. But this is the RSL podcast, right, Bobby? Yeah. This is the RSL podcast. It is. It is. Yes. <laughs> I should have said, I should have, if I would have known we were changing our name, I would have put uh, RSL as the last game in our predictions. Mm-hmm. Minnesota will take on LAFC. This is Minnesota's. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the. Yeah, it, it yeah is. that's right. Uh, that's right. Second, yeah, yeah. second game of the week. Uh, both of them are at home, so there's no travel there. Uh, none of us have Minnesota winning the first game. And then they play against a better team in LAFC in the second game. So, David, Hmm. what do you got? All right. Get this, guys. Minnesota um, pulled the win out against um, 
uh, RSL last week. Um, the week before that, Darwin Quintero dropped a. Uh, sorry, the uh, two weeks before that, Darwin Quintero dropped a hat trick on uh, Toronto FC um, with all chips, and uh, and LAFC they drew last week to the the best team in the league. They have to travel now. Um, if this was at home, I think it would go LAFC's way for sure. But I'm gonna go Minnesota LAFC draw, confident of two. All right, Bobby. Yeah, um, as I always say, Minnesota's usually strong at home. I do expect them to lose the game earlier that week against New England. Um, but I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I do see them giving LAFC a good battle in this at home here. LAFC is a good team at home, but sometimes they kind of wane away. So I do see this as a draw, confidence of three. And Henry, do you agree with them? Uh, you know what? As because it's World Emoji Day, I've spent the day sticking uh, emojis on MLS player faces, <laughs> and uh, Lauren Simon has just liked our tweet. So I've got to go with him. I'm going to go LAFC win, confidence of three. Ah, uh, mm. it's a good thing we're in. Our, it's a good thing we're an RSL podcast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so so here's the thing. I. Um, I know LAFC is a better team than Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota would have played an extra 90 minutes in LAFC during this week, so you got to give an advantage to LAFC there. Um, LAFC has not lost since June 2nd. So um, they've had quite a few games in there, including a couple uh, Open Cup wins. Yet, I also have a strange feeling about this game. Um, and I feel that LAFC's defense is obviously very prone to mistakes. They let in goals late, and Minnesota can score them at home. And because of that, I, I, I will go ahead and go with that instinct this time since it bit me in the ass last week for not go- picking Philly over Chicago when I said I had a feeling on it. I will go ahead and pick it this time. Draw. With a confidence of two, which isn't that, which isn't that crazy considering the fact that you two did the just exact the, same thing. No, it's just yeah. the way don't you said it. it. The way you're like, you know what I'm gonna do? It. I'm gonna do a draw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't forget don't forget that uh, LAFC also has U.S. Open Cup against Portland tonight. So uh, tonight, oh, oh, oh we keep forgetting so, about so those they'll, they'll be, side games. So they'll be they'll be. I think there's there's some gonna be some tired legs and uh, you know tired legs on that uh, um, on that terrible pitch that uh, Minnesota has. I think that plays a lot of a lot of factor, and and still we're only giving a draw. You know, my my hope is that multiple LAFC players break their legs, a la Baggio Husidic on that pitch, and uh, when uh, when Galaxy visits them next week, uh, we'll have that advantage. Man, you guys are always I, wishing. I I. I like I, I couldn't agree more. Damage to. Although limbs. Bobby, the, the funny thing is, is that I did do this when I was putting my picks down. I did say, oh. Just fuck it. I'm gonna go for a draw, and then I get your picks. Oh, it's not, okay. yeah, I was Never, disappointed too. I thought, it was, oh, I thought it wasn't going on the limb. <laughs> yeah. Henry, Henry's gonna be the only one that gets it right. <laughs> no, I'm actually hoping that we all get it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to our final game. Our LA Galaxy will wow. travel to Philadelphia. Now, um, if I'm looking at both these teams. I would say this is a poop game. However, both of these teams are uh, currently, I believe, they're in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. I know uh, the Galaxy is in there. Uh, Philadelphia, I believe, might be in maybe the sixth. Maybe they dropped, actually. 
I think they're right below us, uh, or uh, right on the the same level as as uh, Galaxy on the east side. Maybe I, I think they're number six, maybe number seven. Uh, I think uh, I think they're number I, seven. I, I, they're number seven. Okay, so I, I yeah. thought so. Maybe they did drop. So th- they're at the bottom of the of the playoff uh, spots there. Um, but this has the for an interesting game. Philadelphia can score at home. Galaxy can't defend anywhere. Uh, the, the, the Galaxy are perfectly capable of scoring three or four goals um, a game. Mm, it is probably one of the most wishy-washy team and i don't think we've ever said that once this season which is really weird but galaxy probably has to be the most wishy-washy team in all of mls so who wins this david i'll go ahead and start with you the galaxy have not lost since may 30th they're on the up and is as (laughs) bad as as we feel like they are uh because we're so close to it i think that they're starting to bounce back and Last week, they stole a win in, in New England without Zlatan. This week, they're going to have Zlatan because Philadelphia plays on grass, so he won't feel like he's going to get injured on, on that field. Um, Philadelphia makes mistakes. Their goalkeeper has not been in good form lately. Um, I think that the Galaxy can steal one in Philadelphia. I have Galaxy winning, confidence of three. David drinks the Kool-Aid. Bobby, did you drink it? Hello, this is Bobby. Um, look at Galaxy. The only good game they've had this season was the game against the crew in week 19. Every game that they've been in, they've either scored in the first half or scored in the second half and been a very horrible team when they're not doing that. This last game against, jeez, um, remind me, New England, uh, they played horrible. I think I think they played horrible that entire game, and we got very lucky coming out of that game with three points. Very lucky. Um, against the Philly team at home, it's going to be you know they, where they score really well. Um, we'll we'll see how it goes. I, I see them both as bad teams, but I do not see Galaxy dominating or 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 having a high scoring game here. Um, we'll see how it goes. I don't have confidence in them. This is a draw. Confidence of one. All right, Henry, the only unbiased guy here, who takes yeah, this. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit more optimistic than that about Galaxy. Uh, I think, yeah, you're wishy-washy maybe at the start of the season, but you, you'd arguably be one of our V-farm team at the moment in MLS, especially after that Columbus game. So, yeah, I'm going for a Galaxy win, confidence of three. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Playing to our audience. <laughs> which is weird here in Salt Lake. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. You're, getting, you're, you're using, okay, you're using no up enough of those yes. jokes. They're not going to be funny anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm not doing it in week, no, they in were, week 22. They All were right. never funny, Bobby. Come on. <laughs> they were never funny. All right. Um, oh, God. Okay. So, yes, the Galaxy are unbeaten since May 30th, but unable to beat San Jose, unable to beat DC United. When you had two goal leads on both of them and you were able – to um, just let that game slip through your fingers. Uh, two draws that seem like two losses to not just the coaches and the players, but mm-hmm. also to the fans. Should those four points have gone uh, to the Galaxy that we dropped, we would be sitting in fourth place. We would be sitting one point behind Kansas City with the game uh, on them and only three points behind LAFC 
And after this Philadelphia game, we would be taking on LAFC. So we could very well be vaulting into second place um, at the end of this little uh, three-game road trip here. Um, instead, the Galaxy are currently in the, the sixth spot. Um, only two points above Houston, who has one game on us. I've already said what I had to say about both these teams. I mean, they, they both uh, – Philly creates chances. They're going to get their chances w- with this Galaxy defense, uh, who are, is going to be missing Ashley Cole, which is a big um, mm-hmm. big loss for them. But uh, don't tell that to the Galaxy because when they lose Ashley Cole, apparently that's when they actually start playing. So, you know, again, try to figure out that, that mystery. Uh, Zlatan is back. Um, he, he obviously is a game changer as long as he's on the field. I'm going to go ahead and take – the insurance on the galaxy and put three on Philadelphia to ensure that my team gets something out of this game. Um, because I know they're perfectly capable of uh, getting three points without having to steal them. They can easily outplay, outplay Philadelphia, but um, that's what we've been saying. I think all it's one of the, in every game. Yep. So I, I insurance Philly with three. All right, guys, that wraps up week Number 21. Now, Elliot, before I let you go. Nope, that's uh, Henry. I'm sorry, Henry. Uh, before uh, 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 I let you go. See, I did a major Freudian slip there. <laughs> uh, before I let you go, we did talk to Elliot about England and, and the World Cup. So I want to do the same with you. Uh, World Cup is now over. Um, and uh, England uh, ends up in fourth place. They get to the semifinals for the first time since 1990. Now, when Elliot was on the show, he told us that should England get to the quarterfinals, it would be a successful World Cup. Well, they surpassed that. Um, was this a successful World Cup or was this a disappointment? Um, yeah, if you would have said before the tournament that we'd get to the semifinals, then yeah, I don't think anyone would have expected that. I mean, I said before the tournament that because a lot of people have fallen out of love with the national team and so I thought quarterfinals then try and get people on board a bit more and I think we all saw with the it's coming home stuff and the you know the celebrations in the streets in England that you know everyone really got behind it so I think it's been a success but at the same time you know I think we convinced ourselves it was coming home so it's a big disappointment and uh, you know I think it's um, to to lose in a semi-final to Croatia, you're a good team, but you, you're never going to get a better chance to get in a final. And uh, it weren't to be, but there's, you know, there's always four years' time when hopefully we'll be competing against the, the USA again. Um, right, that, that's why I kind of ask if this was a disappointment or not, because um, after, you know, so many of the big teams went down, you saw Spain have a horrible World Cup, you saw uh, Germany not even get into the knockout rounds, and, um, you know, I, as, as well as other people thought, whoever wins england Colombia has has a shot at the final. The, the winner yeah. of that game should have a clear shot to the final. And um, so that, that's probably why I, I had asked, you know, is this disappointment that they didn't reach it with, um, you know, a, a, just an absolute golden opportunity to do so. Um, but some of the criticism that is coming from England is their road to get there, even just to the semifinals, was fairly easy. You played Panama, you played Tunisia, you played uh, Sweden. So obviously, you know, it, it was an easier road than, um, say, the other side of the bracket. Is that 
you know, fair criticism to say that, you know, once they got into or once they played a better team in Belgium, they lost twice. Uh, in Colombia, they drew and needed penalties. And uh, Croatia, and they got beat. Is it fair criticism to say that maybe it was just an easy draw and that England really isn't as good as people thought? Or is that just in, uh, haters hating on England? Um, well, I think naturally in, in England, whereas we, we differ from the US, you guys are very optimistic people. We're very pessimistic people in England. So naturally you do, uh, you would get that. I think it was an easy route to the fight, you know, to the semi-finals. There's no doubt about that. But I think, um, you know, you've got to play who's put in front of you. So you, it's difficult to say... For the people in England who are saying it was easy, it's difficult to say, well, you know, prove them otherwise because you can't go back and play different teams. But I think the English side are nowhere near good enough to get to a World Cup final if every team is playing at their best. So you've just got to enjoy what we had and now we can concentrate on club football again. For, you have the Euros in two years, another four years for the next World Cup. It's a fairly young English English side that obviously is going to learn uh, from their mistakes in this World Cup. Um, is the future bright for England or is it the same old uh, England's going to England in any tournament that they play in? Uh, you said that you guys are more pessimistic. So is that the sentiment now that, um, you know, the future isn't as bright as uh, m many people may think? I love that that's an adjective to England something. Um, it's like when a, <laughs> I said before and you guys didn't pick up on it. I said Seattle pulled a homer. So, oh, I didn't hear uh, it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I thought, I kind of thought you might not have done. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, that is a Simpsons. That's my only Simpsons quote so far. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, anyway, I didn't hear that either. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, well, there you go. I, did, I said it. So I've said it now. So, um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, I get jokes. Anyway, I get jokes. <laughs> back to England. Um, yeah, I think um, it's we've recently our, our youth teams like the under twenty ones, under twenties, and under seventeens. I think have all won uh, tournaments that they've been in in Europe, and I think the under twenties won the World Cup. I think so. Uh, the future is bright, um, and I've, yeah, it's a young side, and there's a lot of those players that will be going to Qatar. So I think I think there's only Ashley Young who probably wouldn't. Or, or within an age that they would go. So, uh, yeah, the future's bright, but I think it, what's important for England is, like I said, naturally, we're very pessimistic people in the media here. When you get too successful, we like to knock you down. Whereas in America, if, you, if you're successful, if you're a celebrity, you, you're praised more. In England, you kind of knock down a bit. So I think it's important for the media and the, the fans just to realise that we are on a journey. And you know what, we could win the World Cup, but if we don't, then encourage them and we may win something in the future. Southgate, um, what did you think of his uh, overall performance uh, with this team? I, I thought it was incredible. I, I must admit, when he got the uh, the job, he uh, he got it because um, Sam Allardyce was, was fired and I'm a big Bolton Wanderers fan, so I, I love Sam Allardyce. So I was very disappointed by that whole uh, the whole situation, and I, I kind of thought that Gareth Southgate was going to be a yes man. I thought it was going to be a, it's a boring appointment, but he's proved everyone wrong. And um, 
just the the things that impress me the most are the things that you hear um you know in the media about what he's done he's been over to the u.s and talked with nfl coaches about how to deal with um you know being tackled at corners and obviously you saw the 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 little they all getting a line at corners and we were very successful at it in the world cup <laughs> so just little things like that i think is, is very impressive that he's thinking outside the box and um you know I, so i'm really impressed by him but again it's my, my biggest thing is let's encourage them let's push forward you know he's he doesn't seem like he's someone who'll get overly excited and and too above himself over what we did so let's just hope the media encourage them instead of trying to find dirt on his personal life or anything like that. All right. And one final question. You said it's time to focus on uh, club football. So who wins the EPL this year? And give me two of the three that will be relegated. Uh, you've got to look at Manchester City. I think that what they did last season was in- incredible. Uh, I live in the centre of Manchester, so I get both sides. I get Man United and Man City. Uh, I think Manchester City will do it again. I think the like already the signings like they've brought Mares in. He's going to be a good player for them, and he's he's possibly not going to start every week. So to bring Mares off the bench shows you the quality they've got. Um, well, I think it's difficult to judge at the moment because I think the, the signings will start coming in now. The World Cup's over, but I'd go with Manchester City. In terms of relegation, um, I think you naturally look at the teams that got promoted from the championship. But I think Wolverhampton, uh, well, Wolves will shock a few people this year. I think they'll do quite well. Um, I think to go down, I'd probably go... I think Cardiff will go down. I don't think they'll be strong enough. Um, and I also think Fulham will go down. Again, I don't think they'll be they'll be strong enough. All right. Henry, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a lot of fun, and we hope we can do it again sometime in the future. Yes, definitely. I love that. All right. Uh, go ahead and drop to social so the listeners know where to find you. Cool. Uh, will do. Oh, now. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, yeah. I thought you meant actually do it on Twitter, which would make enough sense if you won't follow me. Uh, yeah, so my, so uh, it's at MLS UK show. That's for our podcast. Um, we're just two British guys watching uh, MLS, uh, and uh, we're on a journey. And you can follow us with that. Uh, my Twitter is at Henry underscore underscore Hewitt. Don't forget our second underscore. Some guys took at Henry Hewitt, and it's really annoyed me. Uh, I think the guys. Are, the guy's not tweeted in years. I think he's an American, actually, who's called John Hewitt, but he just calls himself Henry Hewitt. So feel free to tweet him as well and tell him to give up his handle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is the MLS UK show for you. It, it's a great show. Um, if you're an MLS fan, it's definitely um, a, a must-listen to. I listen to it. It's it's like, like I said before, it's like MLS recap, but, you know, better and professionally done. Uh, so go ahead and uh, check them out. A lot of fun if you want a different perspective, uh, a perspective from uh, across the pond. Like I said, it's a must listen. Guys, on behalf of the entire LA Is Our House crew, I want to thank everybody for listening to us. Make sure to uh, like us and share us, retweet us, give us a five-star rating and all that other good stuff. This is David and Bobby signing off. Bye. Later.
see you guys next week. Bye. Woo!